0: Hey, y'all. It's Tanaya and Mitchell here.
1: What's going on?
0: And welcome to the Hargate Halftime.
1: Before we jump into this week's episode, just wanted to give two quick reminders. First reminder, make sure you go out and vote in your primary elections. Oh, oh, oh! That is very important. Everything that we're doing right now um, means a lot, but it doesn't mean as much if we don't get out and vote. With that being said, um, thank you. Um, for continuing your protests and your donations as we continue to fight through police brutality and um, systematic racism. Um, that stuff does not go unnoticed, and we appreciate it um, from the heart of your halftime. On this episode, Tanaya and I will take a deep dive into both of our family dynamics, what made Tanaya the woman that she is, what made myself the man that I am today and how we plan to take those strong family dynamics and blend them into our family as we plan to make one here soon. We are a
0: family like a giant tree, branching out towards the sky. Keep, we it, are- keep
1: it a day job. <laughs> I don't have one right now. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. Oh, gosh. So, guys, it was great being home. It wasn't for a vacation. Let me just say that. Um, So we went home um, because my mom had surgery. Um, So back in February, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, uh, stage one, two, somewhere in between there. Um, But my mom caught it early, you know, self-diagnosis. Ladies, do it. Self-breast check. Very important. Um, So she had her lumpectomy on Thursday where they removed um, the cancer mass. Well, it wasn't a mass. It was like the size of a marble. Um, They removed that, and then they removed some lymph nodes as well. Um, So... That was the real reason why we went home. I haven't seen my mom since February, and Mitchell has not seen his mother-in-law since Thanksgiving. Um, So I really wanted to just make sure that we were home, you know, to support her. Like I said, my mom went through chemo for six, seven weeks, um, and I just felt, you know, bad. I mean, because I wasn't able to be there for her and with her. Um, So this was really important to me um, for us to be able to get home. And then just Mitchell knows how my mom's relationship, how our relationship is. Most people, if you know me and you know my mom, you know we are like attached at the hip. So I'm so glad that we were able to go home to help her out, to support her, but also to see um, the rest of our family. So she's on the road to healing and I think radiation will start. Next month, I believe. So she's a trooper.
1: Yeah. So under even though it was under those circumstances, it was really good to be home, um, to see family, um, to get a chance to see my family. I've not seen my family since um, Thanksgiving yeah, of last year. Immediate family. Yeah, immediate family um, since November of last year, Thanksgiving. Um, kind of to piggyback on Tanaya um, with her mom going through breast cancer, literally a year or two thousand nineteen February, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, so kind of getting my mom back well and she's well now and her having a surgery and you know everything going well to um, turning around and finding out that my mother in law um, then had breast cancer really took um, a lot out of both of us um, having to deal with one mom um, you know having the breast cancer and then turn around and literally it felt like a year um literally a year almost to the day that my mother-in-law found out um but you know my mom is healthy we serve an awesome god um she's healthy she's cured of cancer and you know we believe and know that the same thing's going to happen um with Tonia's mom and my mother-in-law so mom and mom we love y'all love you we're praying for y'all um but yeah that, that's essentially why we were home um but like I said, I mean, I I loved being at home. I missed it. Um, it just felt like it was brighter in North Carolina. Like the people were just happier. Like there was just more stuff to do. I was just like, it was almost like I had just discovered like, I don't know, this utopian city. And I was just like, I don't want to leave. I don't know how you felt, but I was just like, like I'd never been there before.
0: I mean, I said that Sunday. I was like, oh can stay. We don't have to go and you were like, "No, we have to go back. I have to work." So
1: I mean, unfortunately, work calls. I had to be back to work, but if I didn't, I would have stayed.
0: Yes. We we did have a great time. You know, um spending time with my mom, you know, we you know, despite, you know, the surgery and everything, she pushed through and we we literally watched like five movies within two days movies TV shows like we just spent time the three of us um we watched moot black history movies we talked we laughed and we did all of that and then um had a chance to catch up with a couple friends as well and then um my sister also cooked dinner for us.
1: Shout out to Chef Mary.
0: Yes, she made us Japanese food. And if anybody who knows me knows that Japanese food is my favorite. And I discovered that I actually like sriracha sauce. So I bought some of that. So the next time that I make Japanese food here, gonna be using that sriracha sauce. So we saw Mary, we saw her boyfriend Ty, my brother came over, and we all just laughed and had a good time um, there.
1: shout out to Mary and Ty for the hospitality.
0: Why did you just cut me off?
1: Shout out to Isaiah (laughs) for the DJing.
0: He didn't DJ.
1: He had the playlist going. That
0: was Mary's phone. Anyway, yeah. So then after we left... Mary and Ty's apartment, we skedaddled on to McLeansville and I got to see my dad, Mitchell's father-in-law and Misty, um, my second mother. Um, We got to see them as well. So we had a good time there as well. My dad is crazy. Um, So, you know, he had us giggling and geeking and it was a it was really good to be home. And then the next day, we skipped on down to Charlotte to see my in-laws, Mitchell's parents, and my sister, his sister.
1: Yeah, so got a chance to go back home to Charlotte, um see family, um and then we also originally had a a trip planned for my mom's side of the family to where we do Christmas in June. Um something that we've been doing since my grandmother passed away. Um, but of course, COVID was disrespectful and we didn't feel the need to put ourselves at risk. So we did a virtual Zoom call. Um, so I was able or we were able to get on Zoom with
0: Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Make my all, heart go boom, boom. My super.
1: <laughs> all of our all of my cousins, aunts, uncles, um, just have a good time, do Secret Santa, exchange gifts. So that was really fun. It was. Um, and then we just, you know, just kind of hang, hung around the house. Play some spades. Um, taught mm. tonight to how to started to teach Tanaya how to play spades. No, that
0: was your second time.
1: Fully taught tonight how to play gym Rummy. That's so, questionable. Um, but yeah, it was just a good time. It was just good to be home. Um, whenever you're around people that you love, um, I think that makes um, a huge difference. Um, and, and I'll be honest with you. When Sunday came, I was just like, you know, I'm not ready to leave, but I'm ready to be back in my own physical house. No, I'm ready to sleep in my bed. I'm ready to take a shower in my shower. Um, so, yeah, that's that was a, just basically a recap of our weekend. You um, didn't like
0: my Zoom Zoom. Have you seen the movie? The reference?
1: No, I haven't.
0: You haven't seen Xenon Girl of the 21st no. Century? <laughs> the people know. Yes, but... Again, I was trying to tell Mitchell, like, mm, let's just not go. I understand, you know, you know, being in our own space. But it just felt those four days, what was that, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, four or five days, they kind of flew by. Um, you know, granted, with COVID, we weren't able to do much. But just being home with family, it felt really good to be home. And I wanted to stay longer. So I'm hoping that we see them before the end of the year again. Um,
1: so... We definitely will.
0: Shout uh, out to the fam.
1: If anybody want to buy a home in Indiana, we'll gladly sell it and move back to North Carolina. <laughs> so just hit us up. Um, you can send us a message on Anchor. Text us. Hit Email us up on us. Instagram. It don't matter. If you want to buy this home, I'll send you pictures and we'll gladly move back to North Carolina.
0: We going to leave the furniture?
1: Y'all can have the furniture. Oh. Just not the TVs, not the Xbox, but y'all can have the couches and that's it.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: But no, um, you know, transitioning, um, family dynamics. I think that's something that we really realized this weekend, kind of how we were raised and seeing that our parents kind of still treat us in the same um, instances, you know, how we were raised. Um, For me, um, you know, I was raised, you know, my parents were married um, throughout me being living um, and and growing up. um, Definitely um, a blessing. They were extremely strict on me. I don't think I was allowed to bring home any C's. Um, I had to perform.
0: Cs so get degrees. Well,
1: <laughs> tell your in-laws <laughs> that because they weren't having that in middle or high school. Um, but no, so, um, you know, we were raised totally differently. Um, and I think that's a testament of, you know, as long as you have good parents, it doesn't matter. Um, you can turn out to be a, a great person, um, and a, and a good human, human being.
0: Oh, that's real. So on the flip side, um, my parents were together until I was eight, and they filed for divorce. Um, and then me and my mom moved to a different city for a year and a half or two. Then we moved back to Greensboro. Um, my dad got remarried um, to Misty, um, and then I she brought along a daughter, Mary. So I have a um, stepsister, and then my dad and Misty, they had a son my seventeen year old brother Isaiah, so um that trans that was a hard transition. I'm not even going front on y'all I'm, I'm gonna keep it a hundred um you know, I took my parents' divorce very hard and I blamed myself for the divorce and i it wasn't until recent, honestly, I think within the last two years was when you know they finally sat me down and was like. It wasn't your fault. It was nothing that you could have or could not have done that would have prevented this. It's just the way everything happened. Um, So there was a lot of anger and frustration, you know, between nine years old up until really Mm. recent, Um, you know, and just seeing the way that things unfolded and just, you know, having to, you know, Readapt to you know two other people, three other people in a household. You know, with my dad, Um, that was rough. But you know, I leaned heavily on family. You know, they helped me get through it as well. So today we are all good. We're Gucci. Um, and one
1: big happy family.
0: Yes, we are one big happy family. And it's funny. Um we had Thanksgiving here last year as kind of like a break in the house type of thing. And I remember talking to a couple of people and I was like, yeah, my mom, my dad, my second mom, I don't call her step anymore. It's mommy number two. Um, mommy number two, my, uh, my brother, all the Mitchell's folks, my grandma, everybody came up here and they were like, wait, your mom and your stepmom are going to be in the same room? I was like, yeah, they get along. Like, you know, at first it was a little touch and go, but everybody gets along. Why? Because tonight is the common denominator, me. So everybody gets along um, for the sake of me. And I mean, that's real.
1: Yeah, no. Um, it's definitely different, especially coming from a two parent household. But, you know, one thing I respect about your side of the family is that they do have respect for each other and everyone loves and everyone can get along. Um, so, and I just look at it as, you know, now I have, you know, not just a mother-in-law, but I have two mother-in-laws and, you know, just be able to, just to have that, you know, more support system and more siblings. And um, just one thing that I can definitely appreciate also um, with in-laws is I've, you, you kind of hear all these bad stories about, oh, I hate my in-laws, uh, my in-laws don't like me. I, I just—I definitely know that's not the case. So to be able to be accepted by my in-laws um, and for tonight to be accepted by her in-laws, my parents, um, that's a big thing. Um, and that, that also makes it easier for us to be able to get together in one big household um, and be able to have Thanksgiving and to be able to celebrate and just be happy together. Um, so definitely shout out to all the parents for raising us.
0: Definitely.
1: Um, we definitely appreciate that. Um, even though it was rough, like I said, I wasn't allowed to bring home any Cs. Um, My dad wasn't
0: fond of Bs and Cs either now right. that I think about it. He was right. very like, eh, don't want to hear about it. If it ain't an A, keep it.
1: Yep. That's That's kind of how it was for me too. It was like, oh, yeah, I got a B. Okay, well, why you didn't get an A? And I'm just yeah. like my God, that that was kind of a hard class, but you know, and and you look at it, you look back at it now, I don't know about you tonight, but for me, it was a, okay, now I understand why they didn't accept C's because they knew what we were capable of. And even if we got a B, they was like, well, you're capable of getting an A. And I still see that now to this day, like as far as like how my parents pushed me. And that's something that I want to make sure that when it's time for us to have kids, that we instill that into our kids and not accept them just being mediocre. Um, so that's mm-hmm. definitely something that I would carry um
0: no into, mediocre like Tia
1: into pe- <laughs> no, into our into our parent um when we become parents um,
0: I agree um I think even though I was raised in a
1: mm,
0: kind of a split household, I live with my mom most of my life, so except for college um so my mom really taught me, you know, how to, you know, be a strong, black, God-fearing woman. Um, a lot of the things that she, you know, lectured me about, ragged on me about, taught me, like, I see all of that stuff. Um, it has came to fruition now as I am a whole wife, um, you know, just cleaning and, you know, you know, my relationship with God and things like that. So, um, it all, everything happened for a reason, you know, the way I was raised. And, you know, me and my dad's relationship, you know, it grew stronger. Like that's my dog. Like that's my main man. We talk, we joke, we kiki. My relationship with Misty has grown exponentially along with, you know, my sister. Um, so, you know, over the years, you know, despite adversity, we all over overcame it and we all are close. Um, and I definitely, um, I appreciate the fact that you know, I can look at your parents as, you know, my in-laws are married and I have an example to, you know, look at for them as far as, you know, what it's like to be a married couple together. So um I appreciate that and I appreciate them for raising you to be such an outstanding young black, well, <clears throat> kind of young um black man.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate it.
0: You're welcome. I got
1: a question for you though.
0: I might have an answer.
1: Did you get whippings when you were younger?
0: (laughs) Oh, did I? Oh, I sure did. I was bad. I was... Explains it. I was bad. Don't do that. I was bad. Yes. I did get whoopings when I was um, a young lad. Um, My daddy, Charles Sellers, didn't play no games, still don't play no games. Um, I specifically recall... (laughs) Uh, in the third grade. I don't know if I, I, think I like forged my mom's signature. Something happened. Um, and my dad came to the school and whooped me in a teacher's lounge.
1: How you spell bad? T-E-N-I-A.
0: Yeah. Y'all know elementary school, like they would have like the flipping cards like, oh, uh, what was it? Green, yellow, red, blue, black. Your girl was either on blue or black all the time. Like I just talked a lot and I just, no filter. So yeah. Well,
1: uh, the reason I asked was because my parents were definitely pro giving spankings. I think I probably got a spanking or whipped one time and I was just like, Oh no, this this ain't this ain't the business. Like <laughs> I, I don't want no more whoopings. Like if I gotta be on my best behavior, um, then that's what it has to be. Now, my sister on the other hand, Kirsten, um she didn't quite learn so she kept you know getting whippings and everything but all that to say um are you going to take that into
0: consideration
1: consideration as a parent when it's our time to have kids
0: um i most definitely will um but i also think you know i'm not going to say that it's not effective or that, I mean, there's so much controversy around like whooping your child or spanking your child. Like um, it's a very delicate issue, a very delicate topic because nowadays mm, you got to be careful about when and where, and if you disclose that type of information, but I definitely think it's something that I will consider. I mean, I definitely know that there are other forms of punishment, but those other forms, I just am not sure how effective they are. So I think it would just depend on
1: the oh, yeah, situation. You gonna you gonna, gonna spank the child? You ain't got a sugar coating. I mean,
0: the Bible says, "Spare the rod, spoil See, the child." So on,
1: on So I just want to let you know.
0: What is it? Spoil the rod?
1: I just want to let you know that when if we have a child, when we have a child, and it starts babbling on and talking a lot, that's you. So you with the child.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna you're gonna make me the bad guy. We'll
1: make you the bad person.
0: Oh, okay. Yes. So then they'll come to you for comfort and yeah and everything.
1: And I'll be get away from me. You shouldn't have been talking so much. Oh you're just like your mama. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. That's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I don't talk that much. <laughs> so um It's funny that we're talking about family dynamics because I remember at one of our premarital counseling sessions, um, they actually we talked about blended families and you know how we were going to make that work. Um, So it's just interesting to see that we've made it work. I mean, I I didn't really expect it to be like this hard thing to do, Um, but it's just like ah. We talked about that and I don't remember what we said about it or, you know, the particulars of the conversation, but that was one thing that we definitely did visit. Um, For me, you know, it's like my dad's family, my mom's family, my stepmom's family. So that's three families, you know, that's all smashed into one. And then you have Mitchell's dad and Mitchell's mom. That's five, ain't that that's five, right? Yeah. That's five families, you know, that are all kind of blended together into one big one big thing. So
1: I, I would say though, as for the immediate family of just our parents, you know, you have my parents in Charlotte, and then you have Tania's mom in Greensboro, and then her dad outside of Greensboro. One thing that I found as a struggle is, you know, we don't get a chance to come home much. So, you know, if we come home and let's say we're in Charlotte, you know, no matter what, we have to get up to Greensboro to see them. Yes. And, you know, if we're in Greensboro, we have to get down to Charlotte to see my family. So one thing that I have is kind of hard to do is to balance and make sure that we see everyone and try to spend a little bit of time. Because even if you spend... Three days with one family, and three days with the other family, and three days with the other family. Three days is still not enough. So you want to stay a little bit longer and and do a little bit more. Um, so it's with living eight hours away. That's definitely been a challenge. Of you know, when you come home, you got to make sure that you see you know all the parents. Try to see all the siblings because some of them don't don't live with with parents. And then on top of that, you know, try to see your friends. So. That has been a challenge for us. We, we of course we made it work. Um, but for me, you know, it's always like, Oh man, like I really want to go see the next family, but I'm having so much fun here, but I don't know I gotta see the next family. And then when we go see the next family and that time is up, it's like, man, like I'm really having it's it's just the same thing over and over and over again. Um, so that has been, I don't know about you tonight, but that is something that I've struggled with, like when it was time to, you know leave your dad's house and go back to your mom's house. It was like, you know, really having a lot of fun over here, but, you know, I got to go back and see mom. Or, you know, we left your mom's house to go to my family's house. Same thing. Or, you know, like when we left your mom's house to go see your dad, I was just like, you know, I'm really having fun here, but we got to go see everyone else. So, um, yeah, maybe one day we'll hit the lottery and we we'll can just move everybody into like this one big, gigantic house. I
0: don't think we should do that. Yeah, they can have their own separate room? <laughs> we keep them
1: separate. Uh, we can buy a neighborhood. Oh, no. Mm-mm. a street
0: I mean, I definitely being eight hours away has been hard, um, but it goes back to you know, I also think that that gate that gives us room will give us has given us so far room to like grow, you know, they say absence makes the heart grow fonder, but it's given us room to like create our own identities um outside of our family um But, you know, like Mitchell said, you know, being home and, you know, having to figure out, okay, we're gonna spend this many hours here. We're gonna spend this many hours here, you know, trying to bounce back and get around. That definitely was hard, but it was worth it. Um, And I think that we just might have created a new tradition for Thanksgiving where we, or maybe it needs to be more than just Thanksgiving, where we ask everybody to come here so that way we can get everybody under one roof. So, you know, we don't have to always, you know, divvy up our time. Like, we can get everybody under one roof and spend time with everybody at one time. Though I know they appreciate the separate time. I mean, I do too. But, I mean, we're working around it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, One thing that you said about us being able to build our own identity – um, one thing that I've recognized is that all of our parents are very vocal and that's with most parents. Um, so for us to be away, um, they're kind of giving advice from from afar and we either take the advice or, or we don't. We don't. Um, <laughs> but, you know, um, and it just kind of shows that, you know, we're able to kind of navigate through life, um, still holding on to those values that they taught us when, I, when we were younger, yep. um, but not necessarily having them saying, well, you need to do this and you need to do that or, you know, coming in the house and saying, hey, do this and do that, so. um, But you know what?
0: I guarantee you all of the things that they have told us and we may or may not have listened to or whatever, it's going to come out when we have kids. It's going to happen because, like I said, living with my mom, like, you know, it was always wash the dishes after you cook while you cook. Don't wait, just do it at the same time or whatever the case is. And I do that now, like while I'm cooking, I try to load the dishwasher or I'm cleaning all the time or whatever. So I guarantee you when we have kids and they become of age, you know, young children running around or whatever the case is, everything that our parents taught us or tried to instill in us, we're going to, we're going to use it. We may not see it now, but it's going to come to a head um, when we have
1: kids. For sure. hundred percent. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely been good being able to kind of have our own identity up here and not saying that, you know, our parents would have been overbearing if we would have been in North Carolina. Um, I, I, definitely don't think that, um, but you know, just being up here has its pros. Um, you know, one con that I would say about being up here is, you know, when it does, when it is time to, you know, start a family and have kids, that support system that, that you that you have if you're close to home, you don't necessarily have. Um, so, that's going to be something that Tanaya and I are going to have to figure out how to navigate through and work through. And um, I know it won't be an issue, um, but it, it'll definitely be something to think about. And um, I know they'll be making plenty of trips up here. Well, and- my
0: mom has already said that the minute she finds out when we are with child, that she is making her way here. So... I know Karen Austin is going to show up because she has said it. Oh, you know, I got a hundred something hours of vacation time. So, you know, I'm about to be coming up there. So we definitely won't. the support will be from afar, but we won't have an issue with it because I, I truly believe that when it comes down, when it comes down to it, they will be up here as quick as they can.
1: Yep. Or we can meet them halfway and be like, look, mom, dad, whomever, you know, you take them for a week. And then you drive them to Charlotte or Greensboro. And then when that family finished with them for a week, then you drive them to the next place. Wait, are you saying- just let them stay for like three weeks at a time. What? See,
0: what? that's not- What? Uh-uh. What's wrong? Honestly, I don't even know if I can be away from my child when for they three get, weeks. When they get
1: older, like, you know, three, four, five. You know, the, the but terrib- even still- The terrible stages, like when they bad. It's terrible twos. That's... Two, three, four, five, seven, eight. 25, 18, it don't matter. They just be bad.
0: Well, I have so hope we by gotta, the time they turn 18, we gotta, it's we, <laughs> we gotta
1: send them to the parents' house and just be like, Look, we'll call y'all when we want them back.
0: I have a question. What's that? So we were on the topic of discipline. Mm-hmm. So, what is your stance on the grandparents? Maybe the siblings, their aunts and uncles. What is your stance on them disciplining our children?
1: I mean, I, I have no problem with it. Um, especially the, the grandparents. I mean, if you're gonna be living there and tear that booty up. If they acting out, because the thing is, here's the thing: if they get away with it when they with their aunts and uncles and grandparents, then they gonna come back to this house and they're gonna be bad. So you whoop them, <laughs> and you whoop them good like they was in Indiana.
0: Okay. Um Mom, dad, Misty, uh, everybody, mom, dad, and Charlotte, y'all heard this come out of Mitchell's mouth. So. Do you not agree? I do, but you said it. I mean, I was just curious, you know, some, you know, I know there are probably some families that are very particular with, you know, who can discipline their child. So that's why I was asking.
1: Yeah, I mean. If you're okay with it, hey, now as long as like the teacher or nothing ain't put, you know what I'm saying, we good. So, but yeah, beat 'em.
0: So, yes, um, <clears throat> I don't think you should have said beat em like that. You sound like Michael Jackson.
1: Beat it, beat it. It should
0: be beat up, But no, So seriously. Um, we just wanted to come on this episode and just you know kind of break down our family dynamics and you know how we were raised and you know things that we've observed you know stuff like that. So if you guys um, have any stories to share about your family or how you guys as families was raised or any advice if you have kids that you want to give us um, future parents here, um, drop a comment um, on the Instagram post, send us an email. Link is in the bio. Um, thanks. Thank you guys so much for listening We hope you enjoyed this episode Until next time
1: Talk to y'all soon
0: Adios